Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Soul Speak with Jenny Israel. You are here for your October energy forecast and it's a good one. Honestly, you know, even though as I was pulling these cards, they were literally blowing me away because of the story that they were telling was information that had been coming through pretty consistently from spirit over the last couple of weeks, I think even hooking on to, you know, some of the things that I talked about in the mini live that I did addressing Mercury retrograde, um, specifically when that started and so many of the conversations that I've been having with others have really been inside of the themes that we are going to discuss today. Now, for those of you who are familiar with the Zodiac, you know, it's no surprise when, you know, we have these cards that are, that are popping up that are talking about balance for the month of October. It really does feel this month is going to be extremely focused on figuring out what balance means to us inside of our lives and Libra being the primary Zodiac sign of October for the most of the month is symbolized by the scales. So, you know, when these cards started coming out, you know, it was a little cliche, um, but also right on point because I had been talking to a lot of my clients uh, in particular about the Mercury retrograde showing up in Libra and really the energy around that and what that meant, but really that this month was going to be highly focused on taking inventory of our relationship with people, with things in our life, with the stories we tell ourselves, and ultimately, and most importantly, our relationship with God and our higher power. So the first deck that I worked with in order to pull cards was the Radley Valentine Angel Wisdom Tarot. And I pulled four cards to start this particular reading. And the first card that came out of the deck was the King of Water. Now, the first thing that I saw on this card was the ship. There's a big old ship in the distance and you can see where the king is sitting is right on the shoreline. In fact, where he's sitting in his little boat is just where the waves are meeting the shoreline. And so you can tell that 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 ship is actually headed out to sea and it looks like it just pulled away from the dock. And 
the reason why that was significant for me when I pulled that card first is because there's a couple of quotes that just kept coming up over the last week or so. In fact, I was hearing them and seeing them everywhere, and they just kept getting reinforced through conversations. And one of those quotes is that ships are safe in the harbor, but that's not what ships are for. And the other one being the old Buddhist quote, which is pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. And these two quotes really seem to sum up what is gonna be going on for the majority of our month. And what I love about this first card is that the king of, first of all, water is the element that is most equated with our feelings, our emotions. And the expression on the, first of all, the king is sitting in his throne and he's facing the shoreline, but he is sitting in the water and he has his cup in hand and he is calmly and serenely looking out over the shoreline as he sits in the water. And what that meant for me was that he truly has reached a place in his achievements where he is in control of his emotions, meaning he's got them handled, right? They're not controlling him. He is working with them. And as he faces the shoreline, this shows me that his emotions are well grounded, that he's got this beautiful balance between head and heart, and that he is inside of his emotions because he is sitting in the water, but they aren't carrying him away, right? He's solidly sitting on that shoreline in his boat. So he's enjoying both aspects of self, himself as an emotional being, but also a conscious being. And that ship heading out to sea, I think as we get further into the month, we will start to move into a place where we do feel like it's time to push back from the dock, so to speak, to go ahead and set sail. And this is going to come through the story of the cards. We're going to see this as we move through the month and we move toward more of our planets going direct this month. You know, we started this month with seven planets in retrograde out of nine. So that's a lot. Um, of course, adding Mercury just like a week ago and Pluto has since gone direct. And I believe Saturn is going to be going direct within another week or more. Um, so we are going to have some planets you know, going direct this month. And I do feel like those particular energies are really going to play into our ability to open ourselves to new opportunities to take action and set sail. The other thing that I want to call attention to is this particular boat is one of the big old sail ships, right? There's no motor on this boat. So what that says to me is that we are setting sail inside of faith and trust that we are going to be supported by God, right? When these boats went out onto the water, they had to rely on wind to get where they were going. And that says to me that we're going to be moving into a place at some point this month where we are feeling the balance and we are ready to push back from the dock, even though it's our safe place 
it's time to leave the harbor and set out on a new adventure, um, you know, set course for whatever our next journey is, and that our trust and faith is in the hands of something bigger than us to carry us to wherever our next destination is. So the card itself actually says, trustworthy, honorable, devoted, and cautious, someone you can completely trust, a situation that is safe, a solid romantic relationship, hidden but well-intentioned emotions, a charitable benefactor, seeing a counselor. So when the king shows up in any card draw, we always associate it with some sort of energy or person that potentially could be coming into your life. We are talking about October. I do feel that this is more um, our relationship with our higher power, with God, um, that we become more trusting inside of that energy. Um, but it can also show that we are through the, the Libra energy of October and the careful introspection of our retrogrades that we potentially could be weeding out old relationships that no longer serve us and calling in new relationships that really serve our higher purpose, right? Because the king is a, in a really powerful position. So I do think that this potentially could also look to relationships that you are currently in, um, more calling in an advisor, someone who's going to help you or assist you finding your balance. And that's why I think the, the therapist is attached to this particular card because we are looking at um, emotions, but the water in this particular card is quite calm, right? So this is showing us that this would be someone that could carry us into calmer waters and set us up to feel safe inside of starting to manage whatever new chapter is opening for us this month. I love that that was the first card that came out for the entire reading. The second card that I pulled is in an interesting juxtaposition to that. It is the two of earth and the young man in this picture is, although this is an earth card, he's on a boat and he's out in the middle of the water, which I find very interesting. And the seas behind him are a bit stormy, right? And he's doing this precarious balancing act on this balance beam going across the boat. And he is juggling clocks and money. And on his shirt is the infinity sign. So for this particular card, it is also supported by the Archangel Zadkiel. And what I find interesting about that is that Zadkiel is actually an angel that shows up to help us find some stillness and some beingness instead of doing moving into being. And when we connect more with our being, we tend to go out to look for pleasurable things to do. Um, so going to have fun, you know, they always say that Zadkiel shows up to help us stop and smell the roses. I do think that this is an indicator. It starts to point towards the fact that we are in a retrograde energy. It's still talking about relationship though. The infinity sign itself is the sign of reciprocity, right? I know it is the sign of infinite, but it also shows the flow, the natural flow of what we put out comes back to us. 
it is balance. Okay. So it is the natural law of balance. What you put out will come back in order to balance itself. Now he is currently balanced on his rope, but he is so focused on the time and money in his hands that it probably is going to be difficult for him to maintain his balance, especially in stormy seas. So this particular card, it says working too hard or multiple jobs, the need to bring balance and fun into your life, juggling multiple priorities, balancing the budget. So I, this card has a couple of meanings to me. First of all, it is the number two. Okay. And we are in the 10th month of the year, October being the 10th month, which in numerology reduces to one, we are moving into the next cycle. Okay. And so this is the first month of the next cycle that is going to take us into 2022. Okay. So this two keeps showing up. And I do feel like we are being introduced to the beginning of the energy that is going to be coming in with the new year of 2022. And this focus on the two, which is relationship, duality, you know, the 22 is the master builder number. It basically is us coming into some sort of self-mastery with our self as a divine being having a human experience, which is the balance of the material world and the laws of God, right? So our divinity being a child of God and really understanding the balance of those two things. And this young man seems to have a lot of focus on material, okay? Trying to chase and manage time and trying to chase and juggle money. And in a retrograde, we really are encouraged to just stop the busyness, stop the busy doing and spend more time being a being, right? A human being, not a human doing. I know I've said that before. And so this card is starting to kind of point to the fact that this is really a time that's better meant for rest and rejuvenation. And that's actually the next card that I have to show you is rest and re rejuvenation. Now, for those of you who follow retrogrades, you know that lots of times the focus as far as the words that are used are all the re words, right? The RE. So review, revise, revisit, rejuvenate, you know, these kinds of words are, and those actions are very well supported inside of a retrograde because the retrograde energy tends to bring back things that we need to look at again, whether it is finances, whether it is relationship, whatever it is that has loose ends that need to be tied up and something that needs to be reviewed again, tends to come back during retrogrades. And so we have this card, which is a number 19, right? One plus nine, 10 reduces to one. So again, starting a new chapter, what kind of energy are you kicking off this new cycle inside of? And the rest and rejuvenate is a very positive way to start a cycle, especially after we've just gone through harvest season, right? So in September, we started, we, we started to talk about the story of it being harvest season and that with the retrograde coming in at the end of the month, we were really being asked to take inventory of what that harvest looked like. And 
thinking of yourself as a farmer, right? If your crop has come in and now you've harvest, you've got to take inventory of what that looks like because more likely than not, you are using that to sell or, you know, make money of some kind. Um, so we're, we're weighing it out. We're looking, we have to throw out the bad apples, right. And take inventory of what is actually saleable, what has come through this last cycle in a successful way and what we will need to revise or make adjustments to in the next cycle. If we jump from one cycle right into the next one and we don't take inventory of where we're at, we are very likely going to make the same mistakes, right? And so it is this young man balancing time and money, right? It's like he's chasing that. And the energy of the retrograde, especially in this month, we're really being asked to stop chasing things or look at the things that are attempting to chase us, right? Like, what are we avoiding? What are we avoiding or what are we chasing after? And these are the things that we really need to start to go inside to look at because this month is going to, the checks and balances are going to come in. It's kind of like, you know, time to pay the piper, so to speak. Those things that have been left that you've been running from that have been chasing you or those things that you have been chasing. These are the things that are going to become very visible because that's just not going to work anymore. There isn't balance in that, right? So the next card that I pulled I was, I was blown away, blown, completely blown away by the cards that were coming out and the literally the, just the same story being told over and over again. This next card here, we have the chariot. Okay. There's my main man, Metatron on his chariot. You can and I love this deck because the black and white horses are actually unicorns. So I just, I love that little detail, but this talks about a well-balanced plan bringing success and return, okay? Rewards that come from hard work, successfully balancing many priorities at once, determination and willpower, public recognition. This card and the King of Water are both kind of like these promissory notes. It's the cards have a a word of caution that's coming up that is trying to get us to refocus our energy on truly being still, as still as we can to really review and take inventory of where we've been for the last eight to nine months. And how are we going to start the next chapter? And it really feels as if the universe is saying, if you do this, the rewards will come and they'll be quick probably by the end of the month, as we start to come out and, you know, as Mercury goes direct, these other planets are going direct. Saturn's going to be going direct. That's our, the, the planet of, of karma and limitations, right? So we're coming up out of that retrograde. Pluto has just gone direct, which is really going to help us moving into Scorpio season at the end of this month. So this shows that we could be looking at a pretty quick turnaround if we're really focused on finding our balance in whatever area of life seems to be showing up for you. And for some people, it's all areas of life kind of all at once, then it does show that there is going to be some sort of return on this coming this month. The other card that popped up with the angel deck was the wheel. 
And this is Archangel Gabriel, right? So I feel like this is, things are in motion. And when the wheel comes up, it's kind of like the world is your oyster. It's like you pretty much get to go in any direction that you want to. New beginnings, really promising new beginnings. But there is, in and Gabriel being kind of the, you know, they talk about Gabriel in the Annunciation, being the one that arrives and announces the birth of Christ, right? But it's also Gabriel shows up to support us in our new beginnings and helps us get motivated to create some movement, get into action, but in a very purposeful way and really connecting with our passions and our gifts. And that kind of momentum really fires up the solar plexus big time to get us moving in a very empowered way. We feel hopeful, you know, we feel confident that, you know, we kind of, it's like, I could do anything right now. What is it that I want to do? Where do I want to prioritize my energy? A fresh new start or the end of delays, sudden or unexpected progress, a very positive change in your life, travel or a new vehicle. So movement, right? This is a big card of movement. Obviously, the wheel itself um, being a uh, an invention that helped us create more easy, fluid movement in our lives to get further faster, right? So again, we're looking at this idea of if we're spending the next couple of weeks really moving into a place of being and stillness and introspection, we're really doing our work and we're looking at the things. Now, remember, Libra is about relationship. Relationships are one of the most valuable teaching tools that we have in our lives because the people that we're in relationships with are mirrors of ourselves. They are mirrors of what's working. They are mirrors of what is not working of. We often project what another person does to trigger us. We're projecting onto them. Those are our wounds, right? Those are the places where we need to love ourselves better. Those places where we're still waiting for someone to give us permission to go out and fulfill ourselves and do the things that we want to do. And who is telling you that you still require permission? You are your authority. The only other authority that you are answering to is your higher power, is God. And so we need to ask ourselves, why am I still waiting for this other person in my life to validate me, to acknowledge me, to give me permission to go out and be the person that I've always wanted to be? This is a big one, big, big question. And I feel that some of the other themes coming in for this month have a lot to do, like I said, our relationship with the higher power, that first card shows us trust inside of this journey. So we're pushing out from Harbor and opening our sails and just knowing that the wind is going to come to push us, right? Trust is huge. And to be able to receive blessings from God, we need to make sure that our channel for receiving is open and what blocks our receiving, the belief that either we don't deserve it, that we are haven't forgiven ourselves for our humanness or our 
our perceived flaws or failures in our life, you know, all of those things that if someone were to say to us, we would instantly get defensive, right? And lash out at the other person. This is what I mean about projecting inside of our relationships and how those kinds of things are really important to listen inside of this retrograde. We're being asked to listen, really listen, observe. And the better of a listener you are, the more actively you're going to hear your inside voice, but you're also going to hear what another person isn't saying, right? They're potentially lashing out at you from a place of hurt. So what are they actually saying? Right. So this is why the stillness is really important in the, this first part of our month. So the I pulled an archetype card to see what the energy of October was. And we got the storyteller. And I love these archetype cards by Carolyn Miss because it gives us the light side of an uh of an archetype, but also the shadow, which we, we know inside of balance and duality, we're always dealing with both. Both must be looked at, both must be loved, both must be honored. And when we get out of balance, we tend to tip more into one versus the other. So the light attribute of the storyteller is the ability to experience and express life through stories and symbols. And as we know, one of the laws of the word of God is that we share with each other the word of God through our testimony, right? And so before there were books where things were recorded, there were stories. And these stories have carried through time. But on the shadow attribute, it's making up tales that harm others. So here we're seeing deception, right? So we're looking at the fact that we are, we're seeing both sides of this and we're actually being asked to look within too. And what story are we telling ourselves, right? I'm talking about like permission. Why, why are you, why do you believe somewhere in your unconscious mind that you need someone to tell you it's okay to go out and do whatever it is that you want to do, be whoever it is that you want to be. And this is a story that's being told inside of your head. And the fact that we are in a one vibration this month and starting to, we, we are in a place where we can start to create a new story and not just start to write a new story, but be a very conscious author of that story. So what old stories are you still telling yourself? What old stories are you still buying into that you're hearing in the media from your partner, from your family, you know, wherever this is coming from, what are you still buying into and really checking in with yourself on that to see if it still is aligned with who you are and where you're going, right? So the stories, this is a big one. As we start a new chapter, what story are you writing for yourself? Okay. These two cards came out one right after the other. The angel of balance <laughs> and yin and yang. 
I mean, come on, guys. And the number on yin and yang is 22. So here we are again with that two vibration and the master two showing up, understanding that that master 22, the master builder, the yin and yang, it's understanding our balance within ourselves, that we are balanced beings. Yes, we have duality. We have light. We have dark. We have, you know, the shadow side. We have the enlightened side. We have our masculine. We have our feminine. We are divine, but we are material. So really understanding ourselves in that way and allowing ourselves to remember that we really are human and human means fallible. And so what does that mean around this? We'll come back to the angel of balance. I want to talk about this card attachment. Okay. Attachment. So we know that, especially in the Vedic tradition, they really focus on this a lot life without attachment. And that when we detach from expectations, we detach from outcome, that we do find a much deeper sense of peace and harmony because we're not chasing anything, right? So I was talking about that with the two of earth. We're not chasing anything. We haven't attached our power to one specific expectation or one specific person or one specific outcome. We are open to receiving all of God's blessings, no matter what direction they're coming from and what they may look like, because we trust that whatever's being brought to us is the wind in our sails that is going to carry us out to sea. We're not attaching to any particular thing. And so this young woman is standing in the mist and she's holding a mask in her hand that she has taken off of her face, but she is still chained to a pole. Okay. She's still chained, but she is starting to consider it's like, why have I been attached to this one version of myself when clearly that version of myself is keeping me enslaved? I'm entrapping myself inside of this story that I'm telling myself, but she's in review of it, right? She's starting to realize it. She's taking the mask off. And so inside of this month, this is what I mean. We are being shown exactly the things that aren't working for us. We've been in this storyline for the majority of this year. And so this time of retrograde, this time of review is a really important time to sit down and figure out who are we right now versus who were we at the beginning of this year and what depth has occurred and the things that have fallen apart that are falling away because you are becoming a new version of yourself. Those old, those old identities, those old masks, those old stories don't fit you anymore. And so we're detaching from those old identities and old identities die hard, just like old relationships, old habits, right? And there is this piece of us that is very conscious of the fact that we understand that this is best, but there is also fear that if we let that piece go, who will we be? If we let that person go, who will we be? Will we be alone? Will we be abandoned? You know, there's a lot of abandonment issues coming up right now. Big themes of abandonment inside of trusting and forgiveness and love. And this idea that the only, there's only two constants in our life and that's change and God's love for us never changes. And really starting to detach our expectations 
based on our own self-mastery, understanding that if we are still attaching our happiness to something outside of ourselves or creating an attachment to another person to provide us with that, we are always going to be disappointed. Why? Because humans are fallible. And we ultimately are the one responsible for creating a story that works for us and going out and getting it done. And with all the shedding that's going on and all the falling away that's happening right now, you are being so supported. I know sometimes it's painful, but we talked about the pain and suffering. When we face the pain, we face the fear head on, detach from whatever that outcome is and trust that the wind is going to be in our sails. When we face that down, we're going to get through it. Instead of running from it, it will, it will continue to chase you. And then we start a prolonged suffering because we're staying stuck in that place of not facing the change or not facing the fear because we are too attached to the old story, too attached to our fear, to attach the relationship, whatever that is. The angel of balance, she's got, this is a, a vibration of three, this particular card. And she's got the three pyramids behind her with a crescent moon above it, um, really kind of showing that a cycle is about to end or potentially that a cycle is about to begin, right? We're closing a phase as that, that crescent moon is almost in darkness. So it appears that we're either coming out of the, the new moon, um, or we're about to go into the new moon, right? So we're going into a place that potentially we would perceive as darkness. Um, but it truly is a place where we can find our own internal light, our own internal wisdom, our own internal voice. I would like to read um, from the, this, this particular deck is the en Energy Oracle by Sandra Ann Taylor. And I would like to actually read um, the description from the book for this particular card. Being centered and self-honoring in your choices. This loving presence holds a picture of liquid light in front of the pyramids, reminding you that a strong destiny relies on a solid foundation of personal balance and emotional equanimity. Although things may have been out of sync in your past, this card is telling you that a greater equilibrium is now coming into your life. Remain conscious about how you are balancing your goals and your physical and emotional energy as well. Whenever you feel yourself getting off center or losing focus, call upon this beautiful angel and bring her intention into your heart. Your intuition will lead you in the right direction and the angel will guide you to a peaceful and centered approach. You see what I mean, guys? Like, it's just so amazing to me, like that these cards all just, are telling the same story. It just blows me away, really blows me away. Okay. So the final card that I have to share with you 
is old Archangel Chamuel. He's showing up again. He came to us last month, remember? Um, holding that light right at the solar plexus. I feel like this is a really supportive card to the, to the wheel with Gabriel, where there is a very purposeful momentum that is coming forward and really connecting into our deepest power, which is our connection to God and being a child of God. And Samuel shows up to remind us of that, to remind us of our divinity in ourselves and in another. And as we practice this in ourselves, self-forgiveness, self-acceptance, love and compassion, giving ourselves grace, when we truly move into an authentic place of that, we suddenly are able to see others in the same light. And it can almost be shocking, especially if it's inside of a relationship where you have struggled with forgiveness, suddenly being able to show up and see that person for who they really are in that moment. That's really, that's authentic love. That's unconditional love because you're doing it for yourself and therefore you can do it for another. And so this is really Samuel bringing in a higher truth and the, the connection to God, the really the bridge to God that we all need right now to feel loved and feel supported. The only authority that is really needs to give us permission. And you are here on this planet, which means you have been given permission. You're here for a reason. You have a job to do and you deserve to live the most fulfilled life that you can live. And trying to figure out your most authentic self and your most authentic voice in order to start writing that story and feeling confident and supported to go off in the next direction that you're going to be going into. And so the with Scorpio season coming in at the end of the month, you know, there's there is also kind of this. Um, the, even though we're coming out of retrograde, going into Scorpio, we are going kind of into the depths of ourselves. And again, communication will be important um, with Scorpio, being very mindful of our words, being mindful of our thoughts, making sure that we are really going within and thinking first before we act, thinking first before we speak and remembering that the depths of our emotion take us into balance because we get to visit our shadow. And what I love most about Scorpio is that Scorpios and Plutonian people are very comfortable with their shadow. And they're also comfortable with other people's shadow when they are in balance and loving themselves, right? So again, we're looking at this balance, being able to take us into the depths of ourselves and also to be able to see that in others and be able to hold space for them and have compassion for them. And so we do see the opportunity for tremendous growth this month. I mean, really stepping into a portal of brand new beginnings that could bring really big changes in our lives that potentially are really positive changes. But how that story is going to be written really depends on you and what you are doing right now to get yourself centered and balanced for this month of October. So 
Let me just check my notes and make sure that I didn't miss anything that I wanted to talk about. I think it really, it, it all just kind of tells its own story. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, this is kind of in light of the, the Samuel card as well and the Gabriel card together, but this idea of awakening, right? So we've, we've been going through this ascension process as, as humanity, right? But each having our own experience. However, we've all kind of reached this place now where our intuition is really starting to wake up. I have a lot of people contacting me looking for mentorship or looking to understand um, what direction they should go, how to, you know, hear spirit, how to work with their intuition, all of these gifts coming to the surface. And we all have them. We all have them. If you think that you don't, then that goes back to the story, right? That's a story at some point that you took on to say, oh, well, I don't have intuition or I'm not an intuitive person. You absolutely are. You're just calling it some, something else and working with it in a different way. And then you would categorize it as intuition. We all have these gifts. They are literally programmed into your anatomy, your energetic anatomy, meaning your chakras, but it is tied into your nervous system. It is tied into your endocrine system, tied into the glands in your brain. This is hardwired into your DNA. It is part of who you are. And now it is waking up. And one of the more interesting things about the, the storyteller card also is that this is what's going to help illuminate truth and on a global level as well. It's like being able to sniff out that thing that just doesn't sit quite right with you. It's like something about that's not right. And this is happening more and more now where we really are starting to tune in to these extrasensory impulses that are coming in that are connected to our intuition. And ultimately, the ability to see the truth and feel the truth and hear the truth is because honestly, as you move deeper into your intuition, if you're a if you are a well-developed empath, you know this to be true, you are a human lie detector. You can sniff out someone's bullshit in a second, right? Or it vibrates in a way that you can feel it. So this is what I mean. We're like primed and ready to literally grab the steering wheel and take ourselves in a new direction that maybe we have been really afraid to do up until this point. And we might still be afraid. However, even though we are human and we will always experience fear, we always get to make a choice. Do we allow the fear to take the wheel or do we get behind our solar plexus, our heart connection and drive and knowing that God has got our back, God has got our back, right? So this is the forecast that I'm bringing forward for October. I hope that it resonates with you. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, I was so excited to, to share this story with you because as these cards were falling, it was just perfection. It was just perfection. And what I loved about that was that I was going to be talking about being fallible, being human, being imperfect, go be your beautiful, messy, authentic self inside of this period of rebirth where we get to peel off whatever identity we've been holding onto that has kept us shackled to the old way of being. 
that it's time to just be okay with being human, knowing that we are here in this material realm to not be perfect, to make mistakes, to get messy. It's where our creativity comes from. It's where, you know, life is born from chaos. So taking this time for the next couple of weeks to really get centered, take inventory of what's going on for you, look at your relationships with the things that are going on in your life. Where are you out of balance? And through some rest and rejuvenation during this much needed retrograde, I know so many people spend their time running from Mercury retrograde, but this is such a beautiful time to really get inside yourself and take a look at what's going on. And it's being served up by the universe on a silver platter for you to look at, right? There is no getting away from this at this point. You're not running from it. No need to chase it. And it's not chasing you anymore. It's literally, it's in front of you, okay? And it's time to face it and get on that boat and get ready for the next journey, which really appears to be an exciting one. So lots of love to you guys. I hope you have a wonderful October. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.